You're listening to World Talk Radio. The Greatest Secret of All, and Birthday Bliss, all coming up next with the Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan. Pull up a seat and join our star style. Be the star you are, our power. You deserve a break today. Stay with us. For the signs, you'll find all you need in the light that shines. Well, hello, power partners. Welcome to Radio's finest program of positive book talk, star style. Be the star you are. My name is Cynthia Bryan, and I am delighted to be your personal growth success coach right here on the airwaves with you every single week, bringing you the authors, the experts, and the professionals to help you enjoy a more fulfilled life. So get ready to pump your energy, love, learn, laugh, listen, and, of course, live your dreams through positive books and positive media. Today's show is all about living a life of satisfaction and love. First up, you'll find the power to never feel powerless again with Guy Finley as he talks about his latest book, The Essential Laws of Fearless Living. Then publisher, author, and musician Mark Allen joins us in segment two to share the greatest secret of all so that we can move beyond abundance to a life of true fulfillment. And in our T for Two segment, Heather Brittany and I celebrate birthdays to find the meaning of living in the now. The miracle moment for today is brought to you by Star Style Productions, coaching you to be the star of your own life. Visit StarStyleProductions.com or call 925-377-STAR to jumpstart your life. And the first miracle moment is from Jack Anthony. I have never been a millionaire, but I have enjoyed a crackling fire, a glorious sunset, a walk with a friend, and a hug from a child. There are plenty of life's tiny delights for all of us. And the second one is something that I live by. The difference you make in someone else's life will always be smaller than the difference it makes in your own. Well, there is one thing that every person on earth secretly wants more than anything else. It's not money. It's not power. It's not the perfect body or the perfect relationship or even more security. The ultimate gift is to be fearless. Guy Finley is the author of over 35 books in 18 languages, and he offers us freedom from fear and an invitation to love with his newest book, The Essential Laws of Fearless Living. Welcome back, Guy, to Be the Star You Are. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Cynthia. Nice to be with you again. It is so nice to talk to you. Well, to be fearless <clears throat> is to be naturally bold, spontaneous, creative, and immune to intimidation is what you write. So how do we start, Guy, to build a foundation of eliminating fear? Well, really, it begins with recognizing that we have made an unconscious alliance with fear, that it actually even though we don't suspect it's true, has become a valued partner of our value system itself. And most of us 
have no suspicion whatsoever of how this kind of self-compromise has taken place, Cynthia, but briefly, when we look at the way that our lives are, the way we lead them, we will never, as individuals, know a genuinely fearless life until we learn what it means to value ourselves. And I want to really clarify this, because when I talk about valuing ourselves, I am talking about something quite distinct than having a sense of value about ourselves because of the things that we do or have or think about ourselves. One is a direct relationship with our true essential nature, and the other is a relationship with a a host of things outside of ourselves from which a derivative sense of self comes that's pleasurable and even seemingly fearless until the conditions change and suddenly we find our boat sinking and we're looking for something else to climb on. So when we talk about how we can begin to have a fearless life, we really need to understand where it is that without knowing it, we have compromised ourselves into a life that includes fear because of the things that we think make us worthwhile. Well, you talk about in your book, The Essential Laws of Fearless Living, about the truth with a capital T and how that we need to allow the light of higher self-awareness inside because then we can discover our fears because what they really are, our fears are just ghosts. So explain that a little bit more, Guy, because we really have to see through our false beliefs in order to be free. It's, It's essential that these fears that we all live from, they have, I have a little poem when it comes to fear. And if you like to write these things down, listeners, I suggest you do, because we'll go into depth here. When it comes to fear, the feel is real, but the why is a lie. The fear that we feel, the feel is real, but the why is a lie. Now, what does that mean? Take a small child in a dark room. It sees a shadow dash across the wall when a car drives by outside, and instantaneously, because of our brain, the way it's built, which is from the lizard up, this child is filled with adrenaline and all forms of chemical cocktails designed to protect the child from what it feels it has seen. Mother comes in and says, Listen, sweetheart, what you saw was a shadow. I'll prove it to you. So that she shows the child in this simple illustration that the fear that it felt, yes, feels real, but the why is a lie. We as adults are meant to do the same thing to recognize that our fears are all the byproduct of a certain, uh, certain order of beliefs that we have about who we are and what makes us valuable, and that when these beliefs get rocked by a changing world, then we find ourselves realizing a fear that's inherent in clinging to the way our present belief systems hold on to these ideals. So, and one last thing quickly, Cynthia, When we talk about how we're going to dismiss these fears, imagine for a second that you have someone and they come to you, and we'll say, God forbid, this shouldn't happen, and they say, you know what, I think um, that what you told me, you know, you suspect your sweetheart is sneaking around behind your back, and I think that what you've told me is true, and would you like me to look into this for you, and I'll I'll, I'll, I'll be behind you on this, I'll, I'll cover you. 
And you go thinking you have a good friend here. Well, of course, please, I, I want you to be behind me. Uh, you, you watch over and cover my back. And then it turns out that the very friend that you asked to watch out for you is the one that's sneaking around with your sweetheart. That's exactly how fear works. Fear always tells us, I have your back. I will protect you. I will lead you out of this circumstance, this, this condition that's terrifying. And fear does not lead us out of frightening circumstances. Fear serves to confirm for us that the false belief is real, and then we go into that mode of starting to try to protect ourselves. Well, it's like your, the story there of the prince. Yes. Of saying, which carriage should I take? Well, always look for the white horse. The white horse, which symbolizes the light, will take you in the right direction. The dark horse, symbolizing the dark, will take you through the fear and through the, the darkness. Yeah, that, that's exactly it. That story in the book points out that we have inside of us, every one of us, a certain order of awareness that is capable, without thought, of discerning whether or not certain thoughts or feelings are either serving us or stealing from us. And the metaphor of the dark horse and the white horse is that when that carriage, when that carriage pulls up to protect us, to take us away from a problem, we need first, instead of just jumping on that thought or feeling, because it feels real, to come awake, watch carefully for ourselves in the moment to see whether or not is this thought or feeling really a friend or a foe? And that intelligence, that light of awareness, is able to discern, just like, you know, Cynthia, they used to candle eggs. Do you know what that is, to candle uh, an egg? Well, Guy, I don't know if you know it about me, but I was California's champion rooster raiser, and I raised chickens right before the show. I delivered my <laughs> eggs. So candling <laughs> eggs, you've got to be kidding. I've candled hundreds of thousands, if not millions of eggs. All right. What <laughs> I a, don't do what, it anymore. What a, what a great coincidence. Isn't it great? Yes, yeah, so I know exactly what candling eggs is. Well, now, I just, now I just sell them. It's like they're fresh. Eat them, you'll love them. <laughs> well, we have the God-given capacity to candle a thought, to candle a negative state, to be able to see the actual content of that order of consciousness instead of just believing by rote or mechanical habit that this thought or feeling is our friend and protectorate. This allows us to begin this wonderful process of separating ourselves from what is making us powerless. And this is a big key. Learning as we do, as we work to wake up and realize this fearlessness that already lives inside of us, that our task is not to find power, but instead to awaken to within ourselves to what is rendering us powerless. Then we don't need the things that we think we have to have to control or protect our circumstances we simply walk away from what's compromising us before it makes us a captive of it. And that makes so much sense because the, ap the opposite of, of love is not hatred. It really is fear. You, you know, that's the, I, I really like that, Cynthia, because really, in, in one respect, real love, true love, has no opposites. True love takes everything and utilizes it to realize more of itself. Fear passes itself off in our psychology, in our consciousness, 
as seemingly something that is there necessarily to make us safe, to protect us. When we let fear limit us, which it always does, because it presents in our mind first a negative picture. This is pretty important. Did you know that no psychological fear exists, Cynthia, without negative imagination? That's, you know, that is absolutely right, because it's the negativity that renders us powerless. It's the negative imagination. Our mind, a phone call comes, the letter arrives, you see something at work, and suddenly our mind will generate a negative image, a picture of what it assumes this condition or circumstance means. Then, unbeknownst to itself, which is why our first work must be to awaken to ourselves... And to find the truth. To the find the truth. The whole Back to that, truth. That's right. Back to that idea of the truth. Because when we will candle that thought, we will see that our mind has produced first this negative image, and then it will fear the picture it produced. Because the event actually may not be negative. We just created that picture in and our it, mind. That's right. And in resisting it we often produce the very fearful thing we didn't want. Well, it's like, it's a, it's like the law of attraction. Yeah. So uh, we will attract to us that what we spend the most time thinking about. So if we're thinking of this negative fear, if we're fearing something, we are going to manifest that in our lives. Absolutely. That, that, we're bringing it to us. And listen to this idea. This is one of my favorite new ideas. All forms of resistance, and by the way, before there is fear, there is resistance. Before we fear something, we first have an unconscious resistance to it. First, the negative image is produced, then the mind resists that and fears its own imagery. And here's the big key. All forms of resistance are secretly negative attraction. Mm. So that when we resist a fearful moment... We are actually attracting to ourselves that which we resist. It is the extension of the fear, not the elimination of it, any time we resist a moment that we don't want. So that's like when someone says that they're always unlucky or nothing ever good happens to them. Basically, they're planting that fear, they're planting that message, and that becomes their truth. And have you ever noticed that it's always the people who feel that way the most, that talk about it the most? That's right. <laughs> that's, that's exactly right. And, that, and they talk about it, and it happens to them, and then it proves their point that everything bad happens to them. That's exactly That nobody right. loves them, they have to go eat worms. It is a, it is a self-fulfilling prophecy. prophecy. Yep. Well, the, your book is called The Essential Laws of Fearless Living, How to Find the Power to Never Feel Powerless Again. And one of the things that I especially like, Guy, is at the end of each chapter you have your special key lessons in review yes. so that we can go through, you can read the chapter, and then you just get this, this bullet point of what you can take home and utilize and help you in your everyday living so that you can uh, not have fear in your life and you can overcome that and you can be totally fearless. Yes, the point of, to me of any true spiritual work is not what it makes us believe, but what it gives us to practice and prove to ourselves moment to moment. Then the truth becomes a living relationship that we have with a life 
that is really set up for us to succeed. We are made, Cynthia, the heart of this book is to prove to the reader that we are literally made, each and every one of us, for what happens to us. And as we start to see that and understand that there is a goodness that comes in the form of an invitation behind every moment that seems fearful, then we become willing to embrace this life and find in it the love that sends us these lessons, and then that love itself becomes our partner, and that's the real source. Well, that's when we become totally unstoppable, because limitation is really an illusion. Yes. And that's what that's, that's the false, that's the false truth. There's yeah. nothing real in limitation. There is so the real. bigger that we think we can create that, we have that potential we have put there to be stars of our own lives. And so you have exercises also in your book that really can power home the insights and these new philosophies that you're talking about. And the goal is, is that all of us can have this secret perfect life. The name of the book, and it's by Guy Finley, is The Essential Laws of Fearless Living. And Cynthia, Let's send them to your website, Guy. Oh, yeah. If, if you go to GuyFinley.org, you'll find the essential laws there at a discounted price with five free gifts uh, that come with the book. So I do invite everyone, and if you can't do that, then go to Amazon. But GuyFinley.org, F-I-N-L-E-Y, and look up the book there. You'll find what you're looking for. Wonderful. The name of the book, The Essential Laws of Fearless Living. Guy Finley is the author. Go to www.GuyFinley.org. Get inspired. Get these free gifts. Guy, thank you so much. It's a joy to have you back. Thanks for being on Star Style. Be the star you are. You are a star. <laughs> Thanks, Cynthia. We'll talk again. Bye-bye. When we come back, we're going to share the greatest secret of all. You're listening to Star Style. Be the star you are with me, Cynthia Bryan. Do you want to know a secret? I do. Stay with us. More to come. I sure